You are listening to episode 12 of the Oxford Lafayette and Region Sports Podcast. This episode will feature a preview of the Regents cross-country team with head coach and Regents athletic director Brandon Beckett. We will also take a look at the overview of the Regents athletics program, including possible sports that might be added to their program in the future. If you would like to sponsor the OLR podcast, contact me through a direct message on Twitter at BenMichael underscore FW or at O-L-R underscore podcast, or you can send me an email at placefair234 at yahoo.com for more information. Follow the podcast now on Twitter at O-L-R underscore podcast so you can make sure you do not miss another episode of the O-L-R podcast. First, I would like to promote that the Lafayette volleyball team are presently selling Boston Buds as part of another fundraiser for the team. Each butt costs $35, and payment can be made by cash, check, or through Venmo. If paying by check, make it payable to the LHS Volleyball Booster Club. If paying by Venmo, send your payment to KPOOL89, that is K-P-O-O-L-E-8-9. That is, of course, the head coach's Venmo account. The Boston butts will be sold until Friday, September 25th and will be available for pickup on Friday, October 9th at Deals Auto Repair from 3 p.m. until 6 p.m. It is now time to preview the Regents cross-country team with head coach and athletics director Brandon Beckett. I am now here with Regents cross-country coach and also athletics director Brandon Beckett. Thank you for having me and coming to your home so we can do this. Yeah, thanks man. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And well, first thing first, let's talk about your cross-country team. Defending single-A state champions, and that's something that not necessarily anybody in town actually knew about. (laughs) And I didn't know about it. Of course, I wasn't doing all what I'm doing right right now. I'm trying to get regions involved. whole reason why I started this podcast. But talk about your cross-country team and who you have returning. I know we're not going to talk about too much because... You know, only so many runners can compete. But tell, right. talk about yeah. the runners that you have competing. Sure, sure. So we're, um, yeah, coming off of last year, I did have a little bit of turnover. Um, some kids leave town or whatever, maybe move schools or whatever. So right. it was a little bit of that. Um, so at a school our size, that's a little concerning sometimes yeah. of, you know, how do you replace even one or two, right? Because it, it can get kind of tricky. Um, we're one... Um, one meet in so far this year, and I've been pleasantly surprised with a few newcomers. Um, and I say newcomers, one's a newcomer to the school. Right. And one has been on campus, just chose not to run, and then all of a sudden was interested. And so, um, but returning, um, I have um, three seventh graders, uh, sorry, seventh graders last year, now moving right. into the eighth, that were in that top five that were coming back. And then also had a a rising junior who was in that top five as well coming back. So I had four of the five coming back, which is a good place to be. Right. Um, I've had two newcomers, as I, as I mentioned, and both of them for the first, at least so far through the season, have jumped into my top five, um, even only, you know, a couple weeks in. So um, looking looking pretty good right now. Yeah, I don't know if you know this yet or not, but my dad was, up until this past year, was the head cross-country coach at Lafayette. Okay. And you may have seen me at a meet at FNC yeah, Park yeah. last year, but... Yeah. Um, eighth graders, 
those are probably the most exciting, especially when yeah. they're they're the ones leading the pack. That's exactly right. They're small, they're thin, and yeah. those are the ones that you probably like the best because you can train them up and they can even be better than they were before as That's they right. grow. That's right. That's right. And I think that was, um, you know, coming out, obviously we, we love winning. Um, that, was, right. that was a lot of fun, obviously. But I think just in building a program, which was my goal, was to build a program and not just pop up every now and then, and, and uh, although that's fun, um, was that we had so many 6th, 7th, and 8th graders, and I knew that we could really build the program around those guys. And that's, not, that's you know, not to take anything away from the upperclassmen. Right. It's just, like you said, you've got those guys for years and years, and uh, I can already see what one year has done for those guys and just how much better they look um, just coming out this year. You know, and you start, I start looking around, and they're competing against – a lot of seniors, a lot of juniors, a lot of 10th graders, when you start matching us up, um, it's pretty exciting to think about the future. So. All right, and let's talk about cross-country as a whole. This is yeah. the first time I've talked about cross-country so far on the podcast, yeah. but temperatures outside make yeah. a difference, whether obviously rain or not make yeah. a difference, but yeah. I know the cooler the temperatures, the better the runners are. Absolutely. So yeah. as we go towards the next couple of weeks, particularly in November when the or when is your yeah, particular so we, state? Yeah, great meet? question. So, um, you know, I would say this past week, week and a half, were the first meets of the year. And obviously everybody knows what it feels like outside right now. Right. We'll move into September um, as we are today. We'll compete several times. As we move into October, our, um, our state championship is on the 20th. October. October 20th. So okay. late October, I think MHSAA is, is, kind of, is right. First weekend first of November. First week of November, right. So... Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Um, I was actually looking back uh, to your point. Um, we were we were at the state champ course in the Clinton, where most of the state championships are held. Which is everybody. Yeah. Uh, one month out last year from, from state, it was still really hot outside. And if you look at those times, and then you fast forward a month to state championship, I mean, I had kids taking four and five minutes off their times. And I would attribute that to some training, obviously. Yeah. But a lot of that was the difference in being 90 outside or being 65 outside. Right. And the humidity being way down. So, yeah, it makes a huge difference. And I try to, you know, I have to remember that as a coach. Like right now, when the when the times aren't where I think they should be, they're not going to be where they should be. Because it's because 90 degrees out. That's exactly right. So You have a meet the weekend of the 11th? Yes, Coming up. we actually have one tomorrow night right. at Pontotoc. at South Pontotoc. Yep. And then we go to Morville um, on the 12th, I that, believe. I put that out there because yeah. I don't know if you've looked at weather recently. There is going to be a nice cold front that's going to drop the temperatures to low to mid-70s oh, wow. as highs. They will love that. So those, that, I would think that weekend would be a good weekend to see mm-hmm. where you are. Yeah. And then when you get to that state meet in October, yeah. what you need to improve on, I think that would be a very pleasant mother nature's and haven't been kind <laughs> in recent years, but mother nature's giving you a gift yeah, with this, that weekend. I think that's exactly right. And it does, as a coach, it does help you kind of evaluate where you are. Like if you get some similar temperatures to an October race that early in the year, you can kind of see where you are. So that's good. Yeah. I hope you're right on that. Yes. And I did look it up because September 11th is the date of the other two schools, the Crosstown Classic, playing in football. And I was just looking up to see what it was going to be like. I saw 74, and I'm like, really? 74 in early September? But enough about actual fate. Let's talk about the rest of the region's athletic program. Obviously, 
volleyball you've committed into a good chunk into volleyball and into fourth year if i read that correctly i think that's right yeah yeah before my time obviously but that sounds right fourth year into the volleyball program and y'all just renovated the gym floor despite the pandemic that was there it was obviously planned that you were all were going to have the gym floor we did yeah it would it had been um kind of our, our top project for for about a year and we had been been planning for that and uh, although the pandemic happened, um, the majority of the funds were, were already in place. Right. Um, so it actually gave us a window of opportunity where the kids weren't on campus to actually get it done. Because so, you uh, still had to close off the gym anyways. That's exactly right. So, you know, luckily we were far enough into the fundraising efforts that we didn't have to put it on hold. And then once, once the kids went home uh, for a few months at the end of school, we were able to get it done actually Quick, you know, quicker than normal because they weren't on campus. So it's good. Right. And the floor is not the only thing that's going to be done to the gym. As we look in the gym sure. right now, mm-hmm. there's no, like, built-in stands. That's right. It's that's There's right. just portable stands that are maybe three or four rows deep. That's correct. And I know you, in future plans to be complete within the mm-hmm. next year, you're going to have added um, stand, added stands right. into each side of the court. Yeah, that is a big project that we have um you know, they were kind of we're kind of building towards, and um, everything is um, you know we don't put timetables on anything, especially right, right now. Obviously, with so much obviously. going on, um, but yeah, that is probably our next big project, and and for 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 several reasons, um, you've been in our gym; it's it's a tight right. space anyway. To get people up off the floor is just is just beneficial for everybody. Right. Um, visually, it's much better. Get people kind of away from the benches and those kind of things is beneficial. But two, it's going to open up that you know maybe we can start hosting. Some of those district and regional tournaments, especially in basketball, as we move. Absolutely, move yeah. especially last year, girls basketball yeah. did extremely well. It Got did. to the semifinals of That's the right. MAIS tournament, and let's talk about how that basketball program's coming along. Yeah. One made the um, all-state team in That's the right. MAIS, That's right. and girls basketball is is starting to at least look like it's taking off. Yeah, yeah, we're uh, we're confident in that program. Um, We've had an influx of students um, that we don't, mainly right now they're all playing volleyball because it's a fall sport, right. um, but we're hoping that, you know, maybe maybe some of those girls too will help us as well, and so, um, yeah, I think the future looks really good for, for our basketball program, for sure. Absolutely, and we'll talk, I mean, they're... The, the school itself mm-hmm. is a different story for a different day, but mm-hmm. I know that they're expanding, and with that, y'all are starting baseball for the first time. We are, yeah. Yeah, we're really excited. Yeah. So, uh, who is the head coach over there? And talk about how that baseball program has been coming along. Yeah, yeah. So we um, in last spring we started looking for um, when I was promoted. We started looking for basically my assistant and um, and also someone to come in and coach and uh, build the baseball program. And we found a, a young man, uh, Luke Buckner, who's come in and he will he will build our uh, our baseball program uh, from the scr- from scratch because right. we currently do not have one. So this will be year one. And, um, you know, it's going to be a young team. Uh, everything at Regents is young, right? right. That's uh, kind of where we are. Uh, you know, we, we look up every single sport. We, we look up and we're like, man, we've got 7th and 8th graders going against juniors and seniors. But that's just kind of where we are. And um, it'll be the same way in baseball. Uh, the good thing is we're in a great baseball community. We've got right. some really, uh, you know, uh, big baseball fans at Regents and families right. at Regents and uh, they're really excited and so we're gonna we're gonna grow the program with those families and those kids uh, over the next few years 
Have, uh, in terms of venues, mm-hmm. have you decided where a venue would be to host those baseball games? Because obviously there, the only sporting venue you really have is the gym. That's it. On campus, that's all we've got is the gym. So luckily, uh, M-Trade has been very generous um, with offering field space for practice and for games. So yeah, so yeah, for this season, we'll be there for this year. So. Yeah, um, in, be- in particular, which field are you using? The adult softball fields, which have like a 3 15-foot fence? Well, or... yeah, I think they're going to do like a temporary mound or something for us to use that. All right. Yeah. Just use the actual biggest field because mm-hmm. we know what other high school fields right. are like. Yes. And I wouldn't think that 265, 290 would be appropriate for right. the high school right. field. So yeah. if, if we were doing like a JV only or something game, it might be middle appropriate school. that middle school we might could do uh, one of the smaller fields. But, but uh, yeah, big picture, we're going to be on the bigger field. Right. Now. All right, we talked about basketball, baseball, any other sport. I know there's other sports sure, at Regions yeah, yeah, that yeah. public schools haven't done. I know lacrosse is one of the sports yeah, that Regions does. Yeah, absolutely. We um, And that, that is a club sport. So we actually do have a few students that come over from Lafette and Oxford that play. Lacrosse. Um, that come over and play lacrosse for Regents, yeah. But it, we do house it at Regents. It is a Regents team. They wear Regents gear, that right. kind of stuff. Um, but we don't fall, you know, because there's only, and I, I, I should not speak to this because I will mess it up, but, you know, there's only a handful of teams in our state. And right. um, uh, Matt Schroeder, who is a full-time employee at Regents, is also the lacrosse coach. He's actually just was voted uh, the head of our organization. Um, and I think that's over Louisiana and Mississippi. So right. uh, teams are, are popping up, in, especially in some of your bigger, bigger areas like Jackson. And so, as for now, it's a club sport, um, but we are we're honored to have it uh, because it, it, it it's something that's different. Yes. Uh, nobody else in town really has it, and uh, it brings people to our our field, which is across the road, by the way. I didn't, I'm, you know, we talked about the gym being on right. campus. We do have a field across the road, right. and that is our our lacrosse field. So we do get to host some some uh, events over there, and that's great, and uh, brings more people in and to, to regions and they see what we have to offer. So. Right, and I know because of the size of Regents, I know football is a long, long ways off, but talk about some of the yeah. other sports that you don't necessarily have right there, right now that you're looking at. I think soccer would think be next on the list. soccer would, would definitely be on our list. Um, once again, it's a numbers game, right? I right. Mean, it's a, we've made a commitment to volleyball. Uh, for, I think for just from 9 through 12, yeah. you have like, what, maybe 100 students? Yeah, probably, if that. probably less than that, actually. Yeah, I haven't actually looked at the numbers the last uh, couple of weeks to see what it actually uh, kind of turned out to be after right. the first week or two of school when everything kind of settled down. Um, but it's probably less than 100, um, and certainly less than 100 for 9 through 12, for sure. And so, yeah, I think it's just a numbers game of, of um, when you start talking about building, um, you know, a competitive volleyball team. Right. And you move immediately into basketball with, with many of those same girls. Um, you know, it's like, where where do those, those other sports fit? How do you make them fit? And, um, you know, some of the other of uh, the teams that we play against in MAIS division, you know, in, in 1A, play softball as well. And so we, we haven't we haven't talked about that. But once again, it's it, you're battling you're battling numbers, right? So if they're all, those schools are also not playing volleyball as well. Right. So we're the smallest school in the state playing volleyball right now. So you know they chose to play softball. We chose to play volleyball. So that's kind of where our where our girls go right now. Yeah, and talking about volleyball, I was looking at the map. If, for those that <laughs> don't know, MAIS volleyball 
pretty much 75% of all schools yeah. are within the Jackson area. So you do have the Soto yeah. Christian Academy. Right. You do have West Memphis, Arkansas. But those are the only other schools within any kind of shouting yeah. distance with yeah. for an hour that Regents has to play to travel to. So a lot of trips to Jackson is what it is. <laughs> yes. So. Now... I say that's long trips, but then Oxford's had to make a trip to New Hope for 10 straight years sure, and yeah. for yeah. a division game. So yeah. long trips is nothing new for anybody not. that's been in this area. No, it's not. It's not. It's part of it. Well, Brandon, thank you so mm-hmm. much for giving us an inside look at what Regents Athletics looks like Absolutely. and particularly your cross-country team. Hopefully yeah. we'll see more than one state championship banner inside is, the gym. That is the goal. That is the goal. Thanks, Ben. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to the OLR Podcast. This was episode 12, previewing the Regents cross-country team and an overlook at the Regents athletics program overall. Please join for the upcoming episodes where we will soon view Oxford and Lafayette's cross-country teams, along with previewing the Crosstown Classic on Sunday, where Oxford and Lafayette will meet for the 50th time on the football field. Thanks for listening.